Wednesday, uh, a container, a 20-foot container arrives on our island, and it has 16 tons of cement, tons of rebar, um, the mesh wire for the foundation, cement mixer, uh, all, all these kinds of tools that I've never used before that I'm excited to learn how to use. That's but, awesome. Uh, we're going to kick off. Yeah, we're going to kick off construction for the Tandem Mission Center. Wait, so, so your your container time. was it was it stuck in the Suez Canal? Was that your container ship? That that was that, stuck. It was my fault. Oh, it was my fault. Yeah, yeah. No, I I loaded one side too heavy and it fell off the front and created that little oh, man jam there and the whole thing went sideways and the entire yeah. Tandem Mission Center project brought uh, most of the world's shipping lanes to halt. <laughs> To its knees. Yeah. Yeah. All for the glory of God, right? That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to Legendary. It's 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 been a, a minute, yeah? Um, oh, man, I yeah. Think, I think it's been a few months here. And, it has. Um, been a crazy time, and and uh, if it's your first time listening, we just want to welcome you and say, hey, welcome to the Legendary uh, Brotherhood. Welcome to the family here. We're so glad that you guys are are with us. Oh man, I've missed it so much. Uh, it's great to see your face. It's great to be connected like this again, guys. I want you to know you're part of something special. You're part of a brotherhood of men uh, who have stepped out together, and uh, we're excited that you're listening to this. And we we pray it's a blessing and encouragement for you today. It's been it, it's been a crazy time during COVID, and and uh, but man, I just want you guys all to know we are we are still super committed to uh, to legendary and to having these conversations with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a busy time. We had a little technical difficulty too with some equipment and. And then uh, we've just had some ministry transitional stuff that has been going on, but we're hoping to pick things back up again. And we know all of you have been going through some uh, similar crazy situations. Uh, Maybe you've been held up and not been able to return to the field. And so praying all of you that are kind of sitting in in a holding pattern back in the U.S. are going to get back soon. But um, we just thought it would be great to, to, you know, come back now and kind of revisit some of the things that we uh, just, you know, why why we do Legendary and why this is important to you and your ministry, mm-hmm. uh, but also important to just your life as as a follower of Christ and, and, and as a man of God and uh, talk about, you know, some of the things that we have learned now, you know, Sam, we've we've kind of walked this journey of not only accountable living together in this in this relationship of walking together in, in growth in Christ, um, but we've we've done this for a while now. Mm-hmm. We've had a chance to observe some things, learn some things, make some mistakes, figure things out, and uh, so it's a good time to just sort of look back and, and go, hey, what are what are some of the things that we have learned over the past several years? as we have developed in this area in our life and really worked on it, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I think there were five key areas that we kind of hinted at at the beginning that was our focus. Now, obviously, we're not stuck on these areas, but the first one was that accountability lifestyle you talked about. The second one was leadership. Third one is skill set, you know, encouraging guys in different areas and connecting them to different people with different skills. Fourth was that spiritual component. And then the fifth was being a better husband and working mm-hmm. with your family. Uh, yeah. And you know, and we've brought, we've had awesome people come in and share uh, to these things, and and we've got another guest coming up that I'm pretty pretty pumped about. I'm not gonna announce it yet because I I don't know when he's coming, but I'm pretty stoked about it. But one of the things, Jonathan, that you you mentioned that accountability lifestyle, I've seen how this has changed, and and I want to talk about this a little bit because 
anytime guys talk about a men's group, there's that big word accountability. And Mm -hmm. quite frankly, that sets up a dynamic of a relationship that generally, in my opinion, results in something that's not healthy and tends to be fake. Uh, not with good intentions. It starts with good intentions, but then it gets that way. Like if you start struggling and even, even with thought life, you start Mm -hmm. struggling. And then the other guy seems like he's this, you know, this perfect, uh, rock of, uh, purity. And, uh, he's expressing all these things and you're sitting there having a cup of coffee with him. And you're like, I, I, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's great. Things are great. Yeah. And it, it creates. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's it's like uh, sometimes when you either two men are moving at slightly different paces of progression right. in their growth and the sort of the conflict that we feel or the the uh, incongruent feeling that we have when when those two things are not matching up in, in synchronicity. But also, I think yep. even just what you're talking about is this uh, almost unfair perception that we have that the other guy is, you know, like just killing it, doing it better. Right. Right. And we're the only (laughs) one that's struggling. And, and, uh, uh, I've, I've, I found that, you know, Satan really wants to like grab a hold of that thought and really use it to drive you back into the darkness or to drive you back into, Um, areas of of secrecy or just, uh, you know, sort of like putting your guard up, right? Yeah. And because of that reason, that's generally why accountability relationships or whatever you want to call them have an expiration date. They only last so long. They only last so far. And oftentimes that relationship does not progress any deeper than that. So Mm. I was thinking about why has it been successful for you and I? First and foremost, we're friends. You know, we're friends first, yeah. uh, and we love to have fun together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another component too, Jonathan, and and that is I, I did find there was a stage as, you know, we've been in this position with each other for a long time, and there was a stage where there was that temptation, that urge, like, to be, to have that facade of, like, everything. Yes, yes. But then it transitioned, and because of that, I want to replace the word accountability partner with warrior. You know, the cheesy term that popped into my head was battle buddy, but uh, that's not what we're looking for. We're, we're, we're looking oh, for a warrior. We're looking for, we're, what, what I want is someone who's in the fight next to me and standing in the fire, right. sword drawn, and we're, and we're raging against Matching what's, what's t-shirts coming towards that us. Matching t-shirts that say battle buddy. Matching t-shirts, battle buddy, might even, yeah, yeah. Uh, it might even have matching boots or something like that. No, but no, but what I what I mean is we're we're in there. We're getting bloodied up together. We're fighting together. We're taking yeah. arrows together. But yeah. we're also helping the other person lift that shield together. We're also helping the other person jumping in front of them when they need us to jump in front of them and using that sword to help them. So it and that's when I felt that dynamic in our relationship. There was no sense of competition. It took all that awkwardness out of it. And instead, I was like, this guy's here for me, mm-hmm. and I'm here for him, and I've got to stand in the fire. I've got to be in the fire with him. And because of that, I had to be honest. I had to be direct, and we had to be there for each other. Well, I mean, yeah, why do you think that we get sort of uneasy the, the sort of the longer the time goes on and, and you know, you, if you see – if you look over and, and, and your, your friend, your, the guy that's standing with you in accountability – is has a killer week or a month or, or, you know, just seems like they're, they're smooth sailing. And, um, what is it in, in you, you feel like that starts to drive that sort of uneasiness? 
Yeah, well, I mean, if we're being totally honest, and I hope we are, um, it's pride and insecurity. And, right. you know, the insecurity the insecurity that they're going to think you're less than of what they already think of you. Um, mm-hmm. And then pride, that pride that you just want, you just want them to think you've got it together. You want them to think that you're, you know, this pillar of a man who's a man of God and on fire and all of that. <laughs> it goes, it goes back into sort of redefining what a victor is in yes. the, the view of Christ. Um, and in our relationship with God, a victor is not somebody that never struggles here. We know that God is here to help us. If we can do everything in our own power, we don't need faith. We don't need God. Um, right, right. And so so there is kind of that pride there that that we want to stand on our own two legs. And, uh, and man, we play this. I think the comparison game is really, really hard because we always see each other's best and we know our worst. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we, we sort of like, we can see the inside, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, our inner thoughts and feelings and fears and insecurities and all of those things, you know, you can only see what the other person allows you to see. And, and so I think there's something unlocked when you can share some of your like worst fears and insecurities with somebody else. And, and they're there, in other words, you're struggling in the battle. Mm-hmm. They see you straining, they see you fighting. And instead of like looking over and going, you know, why can't you just fight like I am right now? Why can't you be winning in the location like I'm winning in this area over here? And and instead, their response is to step up to battle with you and to go, hey, no, no, no. Right. No, like it's I, I get this. You know, today it's you, tomorrow it's me. Doesn't matter. We're in this together. This is about the war that we're trying to win. This is not about uh, this little skirmish that's happening over here for you uh, personally. And so there's just like this incredible sense of confidence, I think, that comes when you really establish in your heart that the other person, in this case, another guy, is is there for you in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I think that, that is what has changed in the dynamic of our relationship. So what do you think are some of the aspects of accountability that we've applied in our relationship? What I mean is like, why has it worked for us? I was expressing a little bit why I felt it was working. Why do you think? Well, I think one of the biggest things for me has just been the commitment level has been off the charts. You know, in other relationships that I've had had in the past, there was always kind of this ebb and flow to the mm-hmm. uh the the relationship itself and and when the relationship seems to be sort of waning a little bit you know and and you sense sort of this distance that tries to come in which for me is like this real enemy of accountability um when you start to feel distant from each other oh absolutely and so and so you and I have been super committed to closing distance um in other words when yep. we start to feel that distance, you know, sort of become a presence, not just that there's some distance there or that, Hey, we haven't talked to you today, but, but when we, when we actually feel it start to affect the relationship and, and actually create, you know, almost like a, you know, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what you're thinking. And, and, uh, anytime that, cause I think we deal with busy schedules all the time. So we've got to fight to make mm-hmm. time for 
for this type of relationship. You can't, it doesn't happen by accident, right? Right. You know, we've had to carve time out and say, this is a priority. And especially I think that we have, we have said, even at times when we have felt distance, tried to come in through busyness of schedule or just, you know, Mm -hmm. focusing on other things, we've said, Hey, let's, let's recenter. Let's Mm -hmm. again, just come back you know, and, and come back strong. And maybe, maybe we'll take this week and, and talk to each other every day and, and just make sure that, that we maintain a certain level of closeness that is just absolutely necessary to, to have this type of like very, very deep, um, sort of vulnerable relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what we're talking about is that we feel like at any moment we can be transparent with the other person and be real. And distance and time are the enemy to that. And so for for us, that's all, I think one thing that's been good for for you and I is we've just you know we have that open chat. You know, I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. lot of guys that do that, but for me, that's been a source of strength. And you know, one thing I always committed with you is if I ever feel like I'm struggling, or if I even with thought life at, in any way, shape, or form, I just send a message. Hey, man. I need yeah. some, I need some support, right? I need some support right now. And you've always, always, you know, we've made it a priority that we're there for each other that way. And, um, well, and that's a good point. Cause I, I would say too, that there is an elevated availability that I have for you yeah, above other people in my life. And that I choose that very purposely mm-hmm. to make sure that you have what you need and also so that I have what I need at, at times, right? And so yeah. I realize that sometimes timing is a really important facet of accountability relationship. Absolutely. And so because you may be having just a really bad day or be struggling with something or feeling vulnerable or in, insecure about something. And man, you when you feel that way and you, you have the courage to reach out to somebody, you like it took courage to do that even. And so it's like, you want that response as quickly as possible. So if at all possible, I'm like trying to drop whatever I'm doing, if I'm able to do it and, and respond and be there uh, for you. And I think that's been an important element. Um, We, we both kind of been like that and had sort of an equal, equal standing on just availability for each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it helps too that we're our time zones are not too different. Uh, you know, yeah, this, right, this right. really helps that we're only two hours apart. So time wise. Yeah, that w- that would make it harder. Um, but again, this is like intentional decision making mm-hmm. that, you know, at, at any moment that you could send me a message and know that it's not going to be 24 hours, you know, and I'm going to get back to you because that would be a problem. Right. That just wouldn't, that just right. wouldn't lead us to the place that we are trying to grow to if we're right. sort of constant. And that just feeds into the distance thing, right? Yeah. And, and l- let me talk about for a second, I thought about some of the things that didn't work for us. You know, we, we did this thing at the beginning where we're like, okay, let's check in with each other, just encourage each other, whatever it is, you know, maybe you were working on, uh, trying to put together a bunch of, uh, like you, there was a time where you were trying to put together several months of sermons, you know, you're really working, maybe I was, and then you knew I was working on this other, uh, big mm-hmm. project, trying to put together stuff for that. And, you know, and we were like, let's check in every, I don't know, we set, we set parameters around it. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. Let's oh yeah. In. I'm and sure it, it was super ambitious. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was great intentions, but but honestly, that didn't really work for us. That might work for certain personalities and some guys, right? Uh, but for us, it's worked that we've just made ourselves available and made ourselves. We just have a commitment to each other mm. and a commitment to uh, being there for each other. So, yeah, and I, I think I think when one of us doesn't meet that commitment to the standard of the other's expectations. Um, because yeah. that happens too, right? Um, I mean, I think there's always times only where only to me, only to me, only to you, <laughs> right? Right. I was, I was just <laughs> meaning you. You didn't say okay. it, so I off. Okay. I was, I was right. going to help you out. It, I mean, it, it happens to all of us because we have a certain expectation, you know, uh, yeah. and, and maybe we're just feeling a certain way, and and you need that extra support, and the other person just doesn't know it, and so they don't meet that expectation. Um, I, I think just grace for each other in that knowing the each other's heart and feeling, you know, just that the other person is who that they say they're, they are. In yeah, other words, yeah. that the words of support that they have offered up, the words of affirmation that they have offered up are not just words. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're going to fail each other's expectations at times yeah. and it can easily be an excuse to say, well, this just isn't working or this accountability relationship is, isn't, perfect. And you're like, yeah, of course it's not perfect. Like neither of us are perfect. So, um, and so I, I think just managing, managing your expectation of, of the other person and, and also being able to communicate, Hey, I, man, I really, I really, if you could do this, this would unlock something for me. This would really help me if you could like do this one thing for me. In other words, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, I think being able to communicate that to somebody, and uh, I think it's really helpful. It absolutely. And Jonathan, as you were talking, I just realized that we came to a point at the beginning of this where we there was a switch, and we both admitted. And I know this is elementary, but we both admitted, I can't do this by myself, and I don't want to do this by myself. I need, I need someone standing by my side. I need a, someone in the fire with me. And when we you know, we even we even went so far as to write this out. You know, we looked at Jesus's life; he didn't even do ministry by himself. Right. And right. You know, we need each other. We need each other. To, and when we admit that I can't do this alone, I can't do this by myself. There's such a source, a sense of strength, and this freedom that comes from trying to run everything, trying to control everything, and trying to do everything on your own and 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 make it work. You know. Right. So what what do we say to the to the guy out there right now that is brand new? Maybe they haven't gotten to the field yet. They're going to head there, or they they're just arriving in their first term. It, it, do you feel like this is more important? Has become more of a necessity for your life? This type of relationship than it was when you lived in, in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, in in the U.S. it was a lot easier to find this this or or. In, in a way, put a Band-Aid on this thing. I, I, Jonathan, honestly, I, I think that it would have been, my need was the same in the United States, but yeah. there were so many other, there were so many other ways and connections. Me, you know, I'm at church and guys yeah. on Wednesday night right. and these other things. There's so many other connections that you, you don't feel it as much, but mm-hmm. as soon as you get on the field and gosh, you know, you're, you're the leader and people are looking at you and, you know, there's some guys like where we are. I'm out here by myself. You know, right, uh, right. You know, I'm out here by myself, and everybody's 
everybody, when I'm out there, they're not looking to necessarily support me. They're looking to like for the answers from me <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and it yeah. can create a very, it can create a very unhealthy environment if I'm not in a place where, and I do mean this with every sense of the word, where I'm not in a place where I'm in submission to somebody else. And what I mean by that is, Jonathan, I remember we got to the point where you were like, Sam, you need to tell me if I'm out of line. You need mm-hmm. to tell me, I give you permission that if there's something that you see in the way I'm talking, if there's something you see in what I'm doing that, that, that's leading me down the wrong path, uh, tell me, I give you full permission. And, and, you know, I did the same thing for you. Two really important things that you said there that I, I totally agree with. I, I do think the need is the same if you're in the U S but the community strength is different when you m- move to the field. That's the word. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. <laughs> I was trying to think of it too. I was like, why, why is it different? But there's, there is a, mm-hmm. a stronger strength yeah, because the community itself uh, of Christ is often larger um, and more mm-hmm. full of men. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, the first church we went to in Japan, very, very few like male believers in, in the church. It was right. it was predominantly there was a lot of there was a lot of women that were coming to the church that their husbands had not gotten saved yet, and and so um, the sense of community just went drastically down, and so drawing strength from from uh this relationship was it became yeah it was it was equally needful before but it became a matter of like am i going to succeed at at what god has called me to do and having someone to help you know keep you strong and the other thing that you said um that i i hadn't really thought about is just that act of giving someone permission um, I think yeah. we we easily assume that because we enter a relationship of accountability with someone, that they understand all of our needs and boundaries and all of those things. And our our tendency is to gravitate towards not imposing on someone mm-hmm. a, a non-confrontational accountability, which is the right. worst thing you don't want. You you need someone that has permission to confront you. Because yep. that's the whole purpose of this. Because if you just turn into mm-hmm. like, like this, uh, this relationship of of you know just platitudes or or these things that you're, um, you know, just encouragement. In other words, encouragement is so important, but encouragement sure. alone will not really lead to growth. We've got to be able to confront someone else um, when they're not meeting, uh, or or really and ask them to really to drill down to the you know real deep issues that are going on. You've got to be able to have a willingness to confront, and you've also got to give someone the permission to have access to you in that way, to confront you and to question you, to ask anything without offense. Yeah. Was that hard for you, Jonathan? Like getting to that point where you were you were like- No, I, you know, it wasn't hard for me because from the very beginning, I saw the value in it, and in an actuality, I craved it. I, I wanted that. I knew that I really needed it um, mm. in my life. And and I and not that I didn't have any other men. I've got a really great relationship with my father and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that I needed more because I was sensing that loss of strength from moving from that one community to another. And I felt yeah. I felt more more insecure and vulnerable in my life 
of just being out there kind of on your own. And, and I, so I was really praying, God, send me uh, some friendship here and some relationship that can, can bring me strength and, and growth. And, um, and so I really felt like God was answering prayer. And uh, so then it wasn't easy or it wasn't difficult for me to uh, deal with that, you know, but was it challenging for you? You know, honestly, I, I don't think it was challenging for me either because we had this this connection right away as far as in the sense that I knew I could trust you. Mm-hmm. And I want and and I think every guy, you know, we have a tendency to kind of pull into ourselves a little bit, but we w- don't really want that. We don't want to carry that burden ourselves. We want to have other guys. We want to feel like we're in a brotherhood. And in a, being in a brotherhood doesn't mean that we don't really know what's going on in the guy's life next to us. It's the exact opposite. We know what's going on, and we're mm-hmm. we know that guy screwed up, and he knows we screwed up. He knows we're going to mess up again, but he's going to be there for us. He's he, he's going to pick us up, dust us off, and we're going to continue moving forward together. Even if we end up once in a while taking a step backwards, we're going to continue moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that source of strength uh, that it brought with it far outweighed uh, the intimidation and the feeling of vulnerability that that came from that. So it's it, it's been really great to see the progression. I think that we have experienced. I think we've, we, while we, you know, have had weeks where it feel, feels like, you know, you're conquering and then there's weeks where I feel like I'm conquering. It, <laughs> it, it, it has, yeah. it, it has felt like when I now look back over the course of uh, our progression uh, of this journey of growth together, um, because we've, we've been, we've been sort of uh, an audience member to each other's growth. You know, so we've yeah, been sure. we've been watching it and supporting it, um, and and when I look back over our relationship and the sort of the this journey, um, it's amazing to see that today where we're at. I mean, it, it's such such a greater place of strength than when we began, and mm-hmm. and I really think that because we have said yes to this type of relationship and really uh, having that like warrior, like you're saying that is fighting with you. I really think God has just blessed that man. I think, I think God, like he really, I mean, he intended for that. He, he likes that. And I really think that um, when we commit to it, I think it just really pleases God. And so because of it, it has really yielded some great fruit um, in, in our life because we were willing to do it. And um, so I, I would just to go back to the missionary that maybe just starting out or, or coming to the field, I would say that this is not an option. This is like something you really need to commit to finding and praying for. And absolutely. Um, and and I was just, you know, and a thought occurred to me as well, Sam, is that we met or the first time we met was not during uh I was trying to think if it was it was not pre-filled orientation, but it was our first missionary training. And that was That's when, right. that was the tech, you know, that was technically the first time we met. And so I was just sitting here thinking about some of those that are maybe have just gone through training and they went through mm-hmm. with a certain, you know, class and, and a certain people. And some of those relationships have been the, some of the longest lasting relationships that we've had. Absolutely. And I never knew that 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 connection at that time, such a pivotal moment in our life of transition and, and ministry career, never knew how uh, important that connection was. 
And I'm wondering, you know, how many guys have been sitting next to the guy that was going to really help unlock some major growth for them and didn't even know it. And I'm wondering, you know, if, if we can look around and go, maybe I didn't expect it would be you. I didn't know it would be this, this guy that's right next to me, but maybe they can find it. Yeah. I listened to a podcast by Andy Stanley and the, um, he's done several of these, but this one was called exceptional self leadership. And in the podcast, one of his main points, and it sounds funny because the word self-leadership, one of his main points was do not attempt to lead yourself by yourself. You need people around you. And and then he goes on to explain that our friends determine the direction and the quality of our lives. And, uh, you know, and then he digs in a little little deeper about, you know, having friends to make sure that they share your values and they're not just friends that share your interests, you know. But this this is what we're talking about is even one step beyond that. But I think sometimes, and I had this misconception about self-leadership, self-leadership felt like this thing of being meticulous and structured and planning. While those are important facets of it, self-leadership, there's a huge component of it that you need to be in a position where you can learn from somebody else and you cannot learn from somebody else if you have not given them access mm-hmm. to wound you, to yeah. wound you. If you've yep. not given them access to really speak into your life in a way and in an area that could offend you. And mm-hmm. I think many times, especially guys, we don't ever have a relationship with even sometimes with our dads, you know, we've built it up in a way that we put those walls there and we, we love them and we connect with them, but we protect ourselves so that we don't get hurt so that we don't get offended so that we don't have to deal with those things. But it is important. And I'm not saying make yourself vulnerable to everybody out there, but it is important to have a relationship like that, where there's somebody that can help you move past those things and, and go on to the next level. So uh, just to reiterate what you said, it's vitally important. Yeah. So calling all those lone wolves out there that are trying to f- fight fight these wars by themselves. Um, listen, that's going to work for a while, but man, you're going to get tired. And uh, you need the wolf pack. You yeah, need the wolf pack. You need the wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to draw strength, and it, and it's super super imperative. And even I know some of our veterans who have been doing it a long time, and and. At what point do we say that we don't need this anymore in our life? And I think we would answer that the same, right? I would say never. Um, there's there's never going to be a point in my life where I think, okay, Sam Sam helped me as much as he could, and there's no other growth that needs to happen. Um, I no longer need to be protected. I no longer need to be vigilant uh, about Satan because <laughs> Satan uh, realizes that I have arrived, and then I am perfect now, and he will leave me alone, right? <laughs> You, you upgraded. You upgraded your armor to level one hundred. That's the max level. So you're. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're done yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah maxed yeah. out. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain point. A certain <laughs> point you reach that that you just nobody can touch you. Um, and uh, no, I mean, I think I think that we've got to fight against that. Absolutely. It, it doesn't display our weakness to be vigilant. Mm-hmm. In, in reality, I think us defining for each other what makes us prideful of the other person is important. Because what makes me proud of you is not that you're perfect every day and that you're every single week, you never struggle. That's not what makes me proud of you. What makes me proud of you is like your honesty and vulnerability and you're willing to commit to growing and to learning and developing yourself into this relationship. And to me, 
I, that's the thing that makes me the most proud uh, of you. And I think when we realize that about the other person, then we sort of mm-hmm. lose some of those fears and insecurities that make us just want to impress somebody. Absolutely. And when we see that really in trying to impress somebody isn't really impressive, <laughs> it's not. No. You know, and it, it's not helping us, it's not helping them. So, man, that's yeah. so key. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for, for, how God has brought us on this walk. And, and my prayer is that uh, the guys of AP, the men of AP, find this source of strength, latch onto it, and just find someone that they're going to battle alongside and that they're going to go in the trenches with and make mistakes with, but pick each other up, give each other hugs, pat on the back, and kick in the butt when you need it, uh, and just keep going and trusting God. Because, man, I, I honestly feel like our potential is so much higher when we link arms like this. I absolutely know it is. And, you know, people say this all the time, and sometimes you get frustrated depending on how you feel, but the best is yet to come. Well, the best is yet to come when you're linked arms with somebody and you're helping to move ahead together and you're in the battle together. You got, there is that confidence that, you know, you can win and you will win and you are winning no matter what comes your way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would just challenge our guys. If you feel some strength and, you know, you want to pass on some strength to to other guys, you know, be a part of, of this community, be a, be a contributor to this conversation for other guys in our region and uh, to support and uplift other guys to sort of dispel competition and uh, be an encourager you know, be someone that is going to lead other guys uh, to growth and to strength, whether it be, you know, through participating on on the Facebook group or sending people personal messages um, of growth. Man, if, if you get a new guy to the field and you're a veteran, man, send him a message and, and tell him you're there for him. Tell him, tell him, you know, you're going to you're going to be there uh, to, to give them strength and encourage them because, man, they they really need it. And uh, I think if we if we band together, we're just going to see God do awesome things uh, in our region. Absolutely, and uh, we're going to be stronger, it. healthier men of God. And uh, so I'm really hoping that at some point we get to have our legendary retreat. Uh, oh man, that was supposed to be last last month. It was supposed to be yeah. last month, man. Yeah. In the month that was of the March. Original plan. And- that was the original plan, ah. but uh, but guys, be patient, and uh, uh, we hope to, to well, do we, it here we at actually, some point. We, yeah, well, we had to re, we had to reschedule it because the rock wasn't available for the month for the month of March. Anyway, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, it, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis was like, "I'll come." Mel Gibson was like, "Maybe if the rock comes," but you know, so we're we're gonna we'll, we'll fit him in. It was a cra- it was a crazy guest list. It was an, it was ambitious. I'm, I'm going to say was it was ambitious. ambitious. It, it was ambitious. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and that was the plan we had after COVID started. So that was, it was right, really, cr- right. yeah, it was. Got to shoot for something. <laughs> we're going to figure some things out. Eventually we're going to do it. And, uh, and we, we hope that you guys will be able to make it. But uh, guys, thanks for, sure. for, for hanging with us uh, during this break uh, of the podcast. And uh, we hope that this encouraged you today. And, and uh, yes. if we can do anything to just, you know, encourage you or, or to uh, just offer any resource to you, uh, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And, uh, we hope that you guys are doing well and that God continues to help uh, do awesome things in your life. Yes. Yes. It's been awesome. And guys, I just want to encourage you be legendary and keep moving forward. Love you guys. Bye guys.